Welcome to One Hot Thing, the podcast featuring advanced content marketing hacks from the world's best content creators. In each podcast episode, we take a deep dive into one aspect of our guests' marketing strategy, uncovering one specific content hack they use to grow their business. And now, your host, Natalie Haley. This week's podcast interview is the lovely Philip Van Dusen. So Philip is the founder of Verhal Brand Design, a brand strategy design and marketing agency and they're based in New Jersey, USA. So Philip helps entrepreneurs and small to medium-sized businesses with their branding. He's a thought leader and he shares his expertise in marketing design and entrepreneurship on his amazing YouTube channel, which has hit 185,000 subscribers, which pretty much knocks my socks off. And he is also well known for his brand news newsletter, which is considered a top branding industry publication. Before I welcome Philip onto the show, just to let you know that if you would like to connect with me, please do so. Um, I'm mainly um, hanging out on Instagram now. You can find me at Natalie underscore hot content. And also, if you are enjoying the show, it would be wonderful to hear your thoughts on it. If you would be happy to leave a review on iTunes, it would mean so very much to me. And now let's talk to Philip. So Phil, welcome to the podcast. Hey Natalie, thanks for having me on. Well, it's great to have you here. Would you just basically like to start by telling us what we're going to dive into today, what your one hot thing is going to be? My one hot thing is going to be a a YouTube add-on called TubeBuddy. Okay, fantastic. So we do have quite a lot of listeners that do have a YouTube channel and are trying to grow their audience that way. And as we had a little chat before, didn't we? And I've had experience with TubeBuddy, but use a couple of others as well. So I'm really looking forward to digging into TubeBuddy and, you know, getting to the nitty gritty of it. So it's obviously your preferred add-on. Absolutely. What makes it so for you? Well, as we were talking about before the show, I've had a YouTube channel for about three and a half years and I've grown it from you know, a hundred friends and family subscribers to 185,000 subscribers. And I have to say that TubeBuddy has been instrumental in making it possible for me to keep my weekly content coming out and to optimize it. This is the key mm. thing, to optimize the metadata and the process of uploading um, to make it as smooth and simple as possible. Um, so I, you know, it's something that I highly recommend and I really wanted to share it with your listeners. Amazing. So for those people out there who haven't had any experience whatsoever with TubeBuddy, so it's basically just an add-on. People don't have to actually log into a separate piece of software. Is that right? They can just add it onto their browser. Yeah, that's correct. They, um, You go onto the TubeBuddy site and you subscribe to it and you pay. It's a monthly um, subscription fee. There's a couple of different levels. It um, I haven't checked it in a while, but it used to start off at $19 a month or something like that. It might be a little higher now. Um, and you install it and you basically give it your YouTube channel information and it connects with YouTube. So when you go on your um, your creator page on YouTube, TubeBuddy basically layers into the interface of uh, the YouTube um, interface. So you mm-hmm. basically see all the windows and, um, and selection boxes, et cetera, of TubeBuddy within the YouTube interface. So it's very seamless. Um, I use Chrome. I've, I've used it with um, Firefox and also Safari, and I know it works with all of them. Uh, so it's a very, it's a very kind of seamless install, very easy. Amazing. So where would you suggest that people 
actually get started? Once they've got it all set up, how do we get started with it? Sure. I mean, the best thing, I'll give you just a little overview of kind of what it does. Yeah. When, when you're uploading a video, you have to select a number of things. You have to, you know, create a thumbnail and either you can create that one within the YouTube video interface or you can create your own and upload it but then there's these things called cards and end screens cards appear during the video there are these little things that pop up on screen that people can click and they can take you to a website or they can take you to a download or something like that end screens are what happen toward the end of the video where it has suggested videos or it has other links or subscription links um, and you can uh, design these things and put them layer them onto your video wherever you want and in uh, YouTube, where you are defining what your end screens are, what the little images are going to be, where they're going to appear in the video, what the links do, what the text says on the screen, etc. Um, designing these things and creating them, if you do them without some sort of tool, it's incredibly time consuming. Mm. You have to do it every single time you upload a video. You have sure. to do it again and again and again. One of the great things about TubeBuddy is that it creates the ability to create templates. So okay. you can create um, a, you know, three or four cards or you know, a, an end screen that contains three or four different elements and save that as a template. And so when you upload a video, you can select the end screen template you want or you can select the cards template you want and it will lay it right onto the video all at once so oh, you don't amazing. have to create the cards you don't have to create the end screens and they're all you basically have to do it once and then layer them on if you don't use the tool you have to do them originally every time and it's going to add 20 minutes to a half an hour to every upload that you do oh gosh that really has, appeals to me for somebody who might be yeah. doing it for various clients you know a few times every single week different mm -hmm. videos that sounds pretty appealing. <laughs> it is. And it is, it is the thing that sold me on, on uh, TubeBuddy. And within the first week of using it, I was, uh, I just said to myself, you know, I cannot live without this tool. Mm. Like, I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would keep going with YouTube if I didn't have TubeBuddy because it is so laborious to upload things and create all the metadata and tags and end screens mm. and all that sort of stuff to optimize your video. Sure. sure. You can upload videos and just, you know, throw them up there and have a thumbnail and not put end screens on them or cards or metadata or tags or any of those things. But the problem is, is that your search, your organic search on YouTube is going to suffer greatly. Exactly. And to be discovered and to get views, you really have to be searchable. Yeah. And I think if you're going to do it, you may as well do it properly. <laughs> exactly. If you're going to put all the energy into doing a video and, you know, exposing your, your knowledge and your life yeah. and your face and putting it up there, you want to have it be worth it. Exactly. So just a, a quick question on that amazing feature. Presumably, if you don't want to have the same card, you know, cards appearing and same end screen on more than a few different videos, can you sure. alternate? You can create different templates and Absolutely. You can them. multiple ones. Multiple. For instance, I have, I do interview uh, shows, which are longer format. Generally, my videos are anywhere from six to 10 minutes long, but then I also do interview shows that are 45 minutes long. Okay. So I'll have a template that's set up for an interview video that has different cards and a different end screen. And okay. the you can also, you place the cards at certain, in the a timestamp of your mm -hmm. video. So your, your template will reflect that timestamp of where you want to insert them. So when I have a 45 minute video where I place those, those cards in the middle of the video are very different than if mm. were a 10 minute video. Definitely. So you can save multiple, you can save multiple templates, which is really helpful. 
That's a big time saver, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. So what are the other great features, the features that you particularly like about Jupiter? Sure. There are so, there are so many, it's hard to know where to start. But one of the key things to know about YouTube and how to optimize to get more views is uh, descriptions and tags. Mm -hmm. And your uh, descriptions are, you know, the, the free text box that you have to enter information in. Um, and one thing to know about descriptions is that the YouTube algorithm reads the first three sentences of your description and it will um, make suggestions around uh, keywords or tags around those three sentences and around the title of your video. But, um, and that is how YouTube categorizes your video to promote or to serve up to people in search. And TubeBuddy has some functionality around descriptions and tags that is super, super helpful. Number one, it will read other videos that have similar titles and similar descriptions and serve up possible keywords that it is suggesting that you use for your video that you never would have thought of, okay. number one. Number two, you can copy tags and descriptions from other videos. So if you use the same tags all the time, you can copy tags from other videos of yours mm, without having to reselect them all. Mm, that's handy. Um, there's a little feature on it with a button that says explore. And if you um, click explore, it will again, read uh, some of your description and the title of your video, and it will serve up a whole uh, range of different possible keywords that you might want to consider that you can then add in. And a lot of times you'll see words or phrases that you never would have thought of to add mm -hmm. or very popular keywords um, that, um, that you hadn't thought of. The other key thing about this is that it will also, uh, it will rank those keywords in terms of whether they are heavily used and therefore harder to show up in search using mm. or whether they're underutilized and easier to show up in search. So you can look at the keywords that you're using and use some that, you know, are going to categorize your video well, like design or branding or personal branding or something like that. But then you might choose a keyword that's about, you know, competitive analysis for designers, <laughs> right? yeah. which is much more specific and, much, you know, less competitive in terms of a keyword. So if someone, you know, searches for competitive advantage, your video is going to show up a lot quicker than it's going to show up if someone chose, you know, personal branding. So anyway, it, it gives you some suggestions around keywords and will rank them in terms of how heavily they are searched. And um, the other cool thing about it is that if for any reason you want to say, for instance, on my descriptions, uh, I have uh, all of the tools that I use for producing my video, all my, my cameras, uh, my, my uh, tripod, my microphone, all that sort of stuff, all the, uh, the um, equipment that I use. And I have Amazon affiliate links within my description. Okay. If I want to do, if I want to bulk replace the description in every single video I have ever posted, if I had to do that manually, it would take me weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and there is a bulk replace feature in TubeBuddy. So I could select the text of my equipment and say, you know, replace this text in every description and every video I've ever posted and replace it with this text. And amazing. it will do that for you, amazing. which is totally amazing. Mm. Um, 
The other key thing that I wanted to mention, and this is also a really important one, is analytics. And when you use TubeBuddy, you, it gives you a kind of an analytics screen well, where it will compare your video to other videos of its type in terms of um, how many views it gets, how many subscribers it gets. It'll, you can have, uh, if you go on your channel page, it will also compare your channel to other people's channels. So mm-hmm. say there's somebody that you follow a YouTuber that's kind of like you, he's in your same space and you're curious about his stats. Obviously you don't have any kind of uh, access to his analytics um, other than his subscriber count, right? But if you go on his channel page, it will compare all your stats to all of his stats. Wow. (laughs) His subscribers, views, number of videos posted, average watch time, all of this stuff. So you can see what other people are doing. Oh, wow. I just thought of another one. This is another really cool one. <laughs> cool. Another one is, is that it say you have a, uh, a, someone that you follow and you're, you see one of their videos. You're going to post a video on personal branding. One of your people that you follow on YouTube did a video on personal branding. So you go and you look at their video. If you go on their video page, it will show you the keywords that they used in their metadata, which is mm. completely invisible if you're not using TubeBuddy. Yeah. So you can look at their personal branding video and look at the keywords they decided to use for their video. And you can say, okay, I'll use some of those keywords too, because they're obviously showing up in search. Yeah. And so it's a way to have a, a kind of a magnifying glass and, and see behind the curtain of your competition and be able to leverage best practices mm. for your own videos in a very kind of sneaky way. But it's, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's true. It's true competitive um, research essentially. Yeah. And you're leveraging best practices for your own videos. Exactly. So all of these things really, you know, individually, they're, they're just saving you little bits of time, which, you know, cumulatively save you a huge amount of time especially absolutely if you're, you know if you're producing a weekly video and you've already got a backlog of hundreds of videos mm-hmm. you're going to save yourself an awful lot of time now obviously slightly veering off the tube body topic but you have you mentioned at the beginning of the inter- interview 185,000 subscribers on your youtube channel so mm-hmm. obviously doing all of this work with with tube buddy and using it on your channel will have helped a long way to get to that goal but what would you put that down to so achieving that huge number of subscribers what would you say your your main kind of tips are for somebody who's wanting to reach those, those definitely um, well first of all when I started YouTube I said I'm going to make a commitment to do a video a week for six months okay and so and I didn't and I treated it like a job mm-hmm. and I did not and I posted the same day of the week same mm-hmm. time every week no fail And then after six months, I made a commitment to do it for another year. And so consistency on YouTube is everything. The algorithm knows when you're posting and it knows if you skip a week, Mm. knows if it's skip a day. And so posting consistently at a specific time is really helpful. But posting around a particular topic within a range uh, within that topic is also helpful. If you bounce all over the map, and do something on design, and then you do something on fashion, and then you do something on makeup, and then you do something on dogs. YouTube doesn't know how to serve you up to people. So mm-hmm. a level of consistency around what your YouTube videos are about is also something that you should pay attention to. Yeah. So um, consistency, quality, again, using you know tags that are around the same type of uh, topic. 
one of the things that I um, also do is I cro- I, I uh, promote my videos across all my social platforms. So mm. if I do a YouTube video, I will have it transcribed and I will post it on uh, LinkedIn with transcriptions because when people are on LinkedIn and they're going through the feed, they don't turn the audio on. They, no. they, they read, so they read the transcriptions. Um, I'll post them on Twitter. I'll post them on my company uh, Facebook page. I'll post them on Instagram, generally links back to them on Instagram. So cross-purposing and making sure you're getting the reach that you want um, on your YouTube videos will drive in uh, new viewers. I also, pr- I also publish a newsletter every two weeks. Um, if you're interested in subscribing, you can go to mm-hmm. philipvandusen.com slash muse, M-U-S-E, and subscribe. comes out every two weeks. Don't spam in between, so you can save. <laughs> and... Um, and uh, it's a branding and, and design and entrepreneurship newsletter. And I'll promote my video of the week um, in that newsletter as well. So um, I, you know, getting your stuff out there outside of the YouTube platform yeah. is, um, is also a good practice. Amazing. So it's consistency and, and promotion. Yeah. Big. yeah. And there's another one that I want to mention, and this is coming from, you know, my background in design is that a lot of people don't understand the importance of thumbnails. Consistency oh, and thumbnails. One of my favorite topics. <laughs> Why? Why well, is it your favorite topic? Just because I think, like you say, so many people don't place enough importance on it and just see it as a kind of a last minute, you know, icing on the cake kind of thing, but it's right. so much more than that, isn't it? So it'd be good to get your, your input yeah. on that, actually. Yeah. Well, in branding, everything comes down to three R's, being recognized, being remembered, and being revered. Mm-hmm. Being recognized is the first one, meaning every time that you show up in someone's feed, you want them to very easily, quickly be able to recognize that it's you, right? So if they've watched one of your videos and they liked it, next time one of your thumbnails show up, you want them to quickly know that this is from you. Mm-hmm. How that happens is through color, comes through layout consistency, comes through legibility, comes through font choices. So when you're starting a YouTube channel and developing your thumbnails, you want to pretty much develop a very consistent thumbnail design. So mm-hmm. usage of color, usage of fonts, size of you know the photo, um, and make sure that it's, number one, legible, because most of the time, over 50% of the time, people will be searching and seeing your thumbnail on a phone. So your thumbnail is going to be about three, you know, a half an inch by three quarters of an inch. It's going to be tiny. Mm. And it, it never ceases to amaze me how many people use like tiny point sizes of fonts on, on, uh, on YouTube videos and expect people to be able to read them because they won't. And so mm. you got to use big, bold, sans serif, you know, non-script fonts yeah. on your thumbnails. And uh, have a you know consistent point of view, uh, color wise, um, layout wise. The more consistency that you can establish within your thumbnails, the easier it is for people to be able to recognize you. Yeah. And then that's the next step in you know getting repeat viewership. Yeah, and absolutely. And I think as well that the point about um, you know making your title. A lot of people make their thumbnail text the same as their title rather than kind of leveraging that's yeah, yeah see that's brilliant and i'm glad that you know that a lot of people don't know that mm-hmm. the other thing yeah so you have real estate on your thumbnail yeah. which you can use a very punchy eyes catching clickbaity type of title but then your text title that you actually add can be very different the other thing about your text title is that it's really long it's like 144 characters i mean it's long so you can have a title that says you know 
how to design a website and then you can have it or you can have a title that says how to design a website for your dog walking business that's going to drive customer traffic and conversion, mm-hmm. right? So you're going to hit on website, dog walkers, conversion, you know, and so because you have to think about how YouTube is algorithmically reading your metadata and classifying your videos and take every advantage that you can to show up in search somehow. So use all those characters, do long tail titles on the titles of your video. Yeah. The whole thing's not going to show on a, on a phone, but you know, the first, the first five, eight words is so put your main title up front and then, you know, have go to town on the tail end of it for, for, uh, for search. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for geeking out on YouTube with me. (laughs) Oh, totally. I can go on and on. Oh, the one thing I'm going to add about TubeBuddy, which is very cool, is that when you sign up, you get a ton of freebies. Like you get a whole array of stock audio, so music that you can use royalty-free. You get get stock video. Um, You get discounts on YouTube stock video, 50% off. So there's all these freebies that come with your subscription, which are like, worth the subscription fee alone. So yeah, yeah, it's very cool. And I have an affiliate link if I can share that with people. Absolutely. Share (laughs) it now. And I'll also drop it in the show notes as well. But yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. So yeah, if you go to um, tubebuddy.com slash Philip Van Dusen, my name, which is P-H-I-L, one L-I-P-V-A-N-D-U-S-E-N. It's in the show notes. Um, That would be really great to, you know, give me a little um, nod for sharing this information for you. If you could go to them and sign up through my affiliate link, that would be awesome. Absolutely. And where can people find out a little bit more about you and connect with you? Um, My website, which is philipvandusen.com. Um, is uh, my brand agency, Verhal, is uh, branding and design, uh, brand strategy. I help entrepreneurs and small to medium-sized businesses with their, with their business. And uh, that's where you can get in touch with me. My, um, I have my YouTube videos on there as well, um, as well as uh, contact information and descriptions, my products and services and things like that. So everything's there. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. And just before we uh, before we go, I have to ask you my surprise question. Oh, okay. Which I realise it's I only, have that too. Yeah. only about eight a.m. there, so you may yeah. not even have had breakfast yet. But I haven't. Philip, what are you <laughs> going to be having for your dinner this evening? What am I going to have for dinner? Mm. Oh, I think that's a very good question. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think actually we're going to have chicken korma from oh, what I can remember. So nice. chicken korma and garlic naan. Oh and yes. I, garlic naan is like where it all happens. It all it happens is. on the bread. Like the, the korma is like almost secondary to naan. Exactly. Once so you've got the naan, you're fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Well, enjoy. And thank you again for coming on the show, Philip. Thank you, Natalie. And uh, this is, it's been a, it's been a great experience. Thank you for having me on. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network. For more content marketing advice, head to hotcontent.co.uk. Why not join the Hot Content Marketing Group on Facebook too? Come and meet other like-minded entrepreneurs and share knowledge, ask questions and gain support in promoting your business online. See you in there.